Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS Radio Podcast Channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner. All right, all right. Hello, hello. Welcome in, everybody. How we doing here tonight? We're back on the hot corner, as we usually are here. Uh, everybody, before we get started, couple couple little uh, housekeeping things we got to take care of. It's 11-11, November 11th, so everybody go ahead, and as my fiancé would tell me, make a wish, especially if you happen to catch 11-11 tonight on the clock. Great time. You know, don't tell anybody about your wish because then it may not come through, but it is 11-11, so let's make it happen. Number two, we want to wish a very special Veterans Day out to everybody. We're going to have a little bit of a Veterans Day show here. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about veterans and those things, especially uh, our co-host Manuel Ferrero uh, lost his brother during his time of service over in Iraq. We're going to be talking about that today um, as well, too, here on the show. So we got a lot to get to. Uh, we got our main man, David Dwork, back with us here tonight so we can have our sports minute with him. Uh, we're going to be talking Dolphins. We've got a lot to talk about since he's been out. Um, of course, we have our Thursday night pick, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and uh, we're going to talk some fantasy. Um, we're going to talk about trades. We're going to talk about pickups. It's kind of a crazy time right now. People are going down everywhere. We're going to talk about injuries. What do these injuries mean? We're going to talk about all of those things. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Jeff Kurt from Lefty Swag Bats for coming on the show last week. Uh, great show with him. Uh, last time, and our health topic of tonight is actually going to be about diabetes, since November is actually Diabetes Awareness Month. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the signs and symptoms of diabetes. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what you can do when you are diagnosed with diabetes, or what to do when you're actually in that pre-diabetic stage where your doctor is going to tell you, oh, it doesn't matter what you really do, it doesn't matter what you eat, just, you know, you're going to be diabetic soon, and then we'll put you on some drugs. Um, so we'll talk about that. Um, but we got a lot to get to. So before we get there, I want to go ahead and introduce our co-host, uh, the, the man, the myth, the legend, as I always say, uh, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III, the man who makes it all happen. Manny, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Dr. Ray, Dr. Ray. Happy Veterans Day to, uh, to everyone out there, man, especially all those who have served. And uh, thank you for your words. In your uh, opening statement there, Dr. Ray, yeah, I lost my brother back in 2007 in Iraq um, during Operation Iraqi Freedom. It'll actually be next Wednesday, so uh, next Wednesday's show will actually be on the day he passed away over there. But uh, 
if you allow me, Dr. Ray, I want to dedicate this show in his honor, in his memory. So, uh, Mario, if you're out there listening, this one, this this show is uh, for you, my brother. I love you. Well, thank you, uh, thank you, Manny. Of course, for you know everything that you do, and and I know that in your brother's stead, you've organized so many things. You want to take a minute and actually talk a little bit about some of the endeavors that you. Uh, I guess embarked upon since your, since your brother's passing and some of the ways that you give back to veterans all the time. Well, sure. Um, wow, thank you. Uh, I didn't know I was going to be interviewed today, but thank you. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good. I I, I love talking about my brother all the time and, and all the stuff that we do. Um, our main biggest project of the year is our Santa's. Uh, well, breakfast with Santa at um, at Ronald McDonald's house down here in Miami, in downtown Miami. Uh, we have a real a real Santa Claus, real bearded and everything. Not one of these Santa Claus. This is a real deal. Uh, we go out there and we take uh, breakfast for all the families out there. Basically, Ronald McDonald's house is a is a home away from home for these these children who are. Um, they're under procedure. They are at Jackson Memorial, which is right next door. And they, uh, they don't have the means to, uh, to afford a hotel because most of these children are poor from other countries or from other parts of the United States. And most of them are very, very poor and they don't have a place to stay. So uh, Ronald McDonald's house is there for them. So during, during Christmas, they don't have, they really don't have a Christmas morning. So, uh, we take a bunch of kids from my brother's old high school, which is another project of ours. We do that over there with uh, Mr. Penna, which is the um, Honor Society sponsored teacher and his club. They do an annual toy drive and canned food drive and clothes drive, all in Mario's name. And uh, man, to this day, it, it still gives me chills because these kids never met my brother. They're, you know, they just passed by his plaque. There's a plaque over there at Coral, Coral Park Senior High uh, with my brother's name. But they really, you know how kids are. They just walk by. Oh, yeah, whatever. But um, the amount of support from his old high school is incredible, man. You should see my house every uh, every holiday season. It's stacked to the roof with, with toys, with canned foods, with clothing. Um, and it's all from Coral Park Senior High. And I, even though I, they were my rival back in high school, um, I go back every year and I'm, I'm humbled by the, the amount of support that they give us. Um, that along with, you know, charity events like softball tournaments, golf tournaments, which is this weekend, we have a charity golf tournament at Crandon Park, um, you know, just to, get some funds in to uh to help us with with these projects because you know these things are not they don't come free you know food and santa claus and bringing santa all the way from the north pole you know dr Ray, it's it's not cheap it's not cheap at all but uh we do it all for for the kids and and for the vets oh well actually the vets we donate a lot of these clothing and a lot of these foods to disabled vets with the VA hospital, we have contacts over there and they, they really do miraculous work over there. 
So we help them out a lot. We also give some foods and some, uh, some clothing to Camilla's house down there in downtown. And a bunch of other smaller organizations that we have, we have been contacted with, which, you know, this is, my brother passed away. Next week will be, uh, I believe, eight years. Wow, eight years. Um, and it's amazing because other, other organizations that were in our same footsteps where when we first started are are now joining up with us and we are able to help them and we're just it's amazing it's amazing what my brother's legacy uh has created uh it is and it's amazing and the, the amount of support again you know for <clears throat> it's it, it's kind of funny and i don't want to start any controversy of course but you know, our public is so thankful for the service that, that millions of, of uh, you know, people enroll into and some give their life for, many give their life for. And um, it seems that the government, you know, doesn't reciprocate those feelings, even though that's kind of indirectly who we're fighting for, really. That's who's given the orders. So, you know, it's it's just kind of crazy to see um, <clears throat> the the way that healthcare is, especially for, for our veterans and for those things that, my cousin is a vet and he's got some issues and he's having a lot of trouble getting care. Um, <clears throat> TRICARE, which is the military insurance, it doesn't even cover chiropractic care. Um, so, you know, that tells, that itself tells you something. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Um, but that, 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 you know what, I know that we have an intro, we've got a template, we've got a bunch of stuff, but let's roll with this for a little bit because I actually want to talk a little bit about the Patriot Project because this is something that, I think is is excellent and and it's a way to give back and and you know I've I've never you know gone to battle for our country or anything like that um but I've got some friends that have and and obviously your brother and so on and so forth and you know I see that a lot of these a lot of these vets just aren't getting the care that they need so I actually joined up um part uh, my office is part of now the organization called the Patriot Project and basically it's an organization that's devoted to supporting the troops and making sure that they actually do get chiropractic care. Um, again, TRICARE does not cover chiropractic. And a lot of these vets, uh, you know, they've, they've humped and they've carried gear and they've put their bodies through hell and back. And a lot of them have injuries and, you know, they have pain. And, and chiropractic is great for pain. And so uh, basically what, what offices that are enrolled with the Patriot Project do, um, actually they provide free chiropractic. Uh, to the member of an of active military, active military families, to wounded warriors, and or to gold star dependents, and basically it's one person per week gets a free chiropractic adjustment, um, and armed service members can also return monthly uh, for free chiropractic adjustments for one per month, um, and so I think it's just a great way to be able to give back. Um, you know, it's nonprofit. These people can come in for free into the office. So if you are, are active military, um, you know, a wounded warrior, a gold star dependent, um, pre please feel free, call the office and schedule an appointment and tell them that you want to know about the Patriot project. Um, and you can come back, uh, you know, once, once per month, if you're an armed service member. Um, if not, we can at least get you, you know, one free adjustment here and there. Um, uh, and again, we're doing that for one per week. So go ahead and call and get booked up. We've had a few, uh, a few, uh, 
a few active military members come in and they bring their families and so on and so forth. So it's been really great to be able to get back. And so what better day to talk about this than Veterans Day? So, uh, Manny, right. what do you think about that, about the Patriot, oh, about the Patriot Project? I was just going to ask you, I was wondering if, uh, if I could let my family know about this. We have a, uh, I'm looking at it right now, taking it out of my wallet. We have a uh, civilian ID for uh, Gold Star family members directly from the Army. Um, so you're saying Gold Star family members, veterans, reservists, all these people are are covered under the Patriot Project? Well, yeah. So it, it basically the way it works is once a week we're going to do an adjustment to a member of an active military active military family member, a wounded warrior, or a gold star dependent. So those are kind of the rules. We have some rules and some different things, but all you got to do is call the office. My assistant is trained in everything. She knows exactly who qualifies and who doesn't. And, you know, we can go ahead and, and try to get it lined up. And then you get that one that one free adjustment. And, again, the armed service members can continue to come back on a monthly basis for that one free adjustment per month. And then once a week, we take care of somebody new as well, too, and we kind of filter them in to the program there that way. So it's, it's a good way to help um, at least get some maintenance for people um, who really, really need it and unfortunately just don't have that coverage under their insurance plan. I'm going to definitely let my mother know, man. Definitely. 100%, man. And, and any other military that you know, I know that you're always involved. You know, um, yeah. and of course they're welcome to come back. You know, for for other care and other treatments and other things as well too. There is some out of pocket costs associated with that, but I have no problem doing free adjustments for people who have served our country that I can do to, to to give back. So, you know, really really cool thing, the Patriot Project. Go ahead and check it out online. Uh, you you can find out a lot more about it if you go to uh, Patriot Dash or hyphen project.org and it'll tell you all about it you can read all the rules all the regulations and the way it works um, or you can actually go to my website which is uh, chiropractor and miami.com or 353heal.com and you can actually click on services and go to where it says military and it'll tell you all about the patriot project as well too as well as link you over to the site over there so a lot of really cool stuff going on for that again uh Happy Veterans Day to everybody. We salute all those who have served the country and therefore served us, and they fight for our freedoms all the time. Um, and, you know, Mandy, anything else you want to add before we take a break and, and move on there? Um, not really, Dr. Ray, but I was wondering if you would allow us to uh, play TAPS and dedicate it to uh, those who have served but are no longer with us. Um, we'll play this in, in their honor. Is that all right? And maybe, maybe actually, I, I would like to talk a little bit about this this actual song, um, or I, I guess, yeah, it's a, I guess it's a musical. Uh, well, you'll you'll see, Doctor Ray. Will you allow me to play this for you? Without a doubt. Thank you, Doctor.
Frontier Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive, preventive and personalized. Frontier Spine and Healthcare. Area code 786-353-HEAL or www.353heal.com. All right, so we are back in a little moment of silence again for all those that, that have fought for us and, and paid the ultimate price. And I don't know what it is, Manny, but every time I hear that song, to me, it's just, no. you know, it's like such a it's such a somber song. And I can only imagine no. the feelings that, that run through you when, when you hear that song. But tell us a little bit about that. Dude, I, I, you have no idea how much I despise that song, though. I despise that song so much after it. I remember listening to that song inside of a uh, chapel over there at, in Fort Lewis in Washington State. When I went over there, um, they were doing a ceremony for the three three soldiers, including my brother. It was my brother and two other soldiers who had passed away on that particular mission. Um, and what they do is it's Dude, it, it's so it's so emotional, dude. It's like they start roll call, basically. They do roll call, and they start calling out your platoon or your unit, and they start calling out every every uh, soldier's name. And then when they get to your uh, to you know your name, they say uh, Private Ferrero, Private Marius Ferrero, they Private. First class or whatever, Marius L. Ferrero, and it's like they're 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 calling him, and they call him three times. Um, it's emotional. It's crazy because he's not he's not present, so he cannot respond. Um, and then they play this song. It's it's crazy. I remember as soon as they started playing this song, I I went into some state. And I started uh, punching the, uh, what do you call the, uh, the seats, those, those long, those long seats in the, inside the chapel where the, where the people sit. I started punching it and they Jeez. had to, they had to uh, refrain me and, and I had to go outside and compose myself because it was, it was a, it was a tough time, man. Tough, tough, uh, Tough time for me and my family. Uh, as I mentioned, it, it's unimaginable to those who aren't in the same position. And, you know, all we can do is, is thank him and thank you and thank your family and, you know, for allowing him to make that sacrifice. And, again, all in the name of our freedom. So, you know, again, uh, happy Veterans Day to all those who have lost someone and to all those who lose time with the people that they love as well, too, because it's not just you know, people who have, have paid the ultimate price, um, but also those who spend years at a time away from their families. And, 
you know, to me, to and just to kind of change the uh, the mood a little bit, so we can you know move with the show here. Uh, not to take any anything away from you, Manny, but when they're homecomings, you know, like when the uh, when when a, a father comes back and he's like playing catcher, and his son throws out the first pitch, and just seeing the emotion of the children, seeing their father, or you know, the the wife seeing the husband come back or vice versa, you know, to me, those are always like, you know, you get tons of goosebumps. That's always like a great scene. You know, what, what do you think about all that, Manny? And, and the way that, you know, public sports have, have, or sports have really allowed the public to, to get a lot there. And, you know, they always have the military at the beginning of the games and so on and so forth. So it's great to see, you know, the pride for the country and everything that we do. Um, but what's your take on all that? You know, do you like the way that they do that? And, and what, what's your opinion with that? I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to be appropriate for the, uh, for the audience, what I think about major league sports. And, um, I think it's all a show, Dr. Ray. I think it's all for uh, to sell tickets and to sell commercials. And um, it's very sad. It's very sad. And I, I, I experienced it firsthand where um, let's just say a professional baseball team had the uh, New York Yankees in town. New York Yankees being the most American team, I guess, in, in the world. Uh, come into town on Military Monday. And Military Monday, they they allow servicemen and Gold Star family members and, um, you know, servicemen, even police officers, firefighters, everybody. They would let them in free. But I'm guessing since it was the New York Yankees, and that's a premium game, um, apparently they were not honoring military Mondays on that particular day. So I, I'm a little bit mixed because I have been a part of it. I have thrown out a first pitch on my brother's behalf. And, I, you know, I, I, I struggled with that decision, but I ultimately did it because it was under, uh, you know, for my brother and, and um, on his behalf. But I'm kind of 50-50 on that. I, I, I really, I don't know. I, I'm... You know how uh, professional sports is, man. It's all about the money. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you there. Um, and and what better way to make money than to play on people's emotions, you know? So I understand that 100% um, <clears throat> without a doubt, you know? Um, but listen, it's the way the world money is what makes it go around, unfortunately. Um, it, it's, a you know, it's the root of all evil, if you ask me. I, I always say, you know, I wish we can go back to the days where, you know, money is, no, you know, you have a barter system, you provide a service, and you, you know, you trade with other people if you need their services, and you do what they need, and, uh, you know, you, <clears throat> money was not, you know, the corrupt, I guess, institution that, that it is at this point, but, you know, unfortunately, I don't see it changing anytime soon, you know, um, it's just it's the way of the world, my man, and we got to like it or not, we got to accept it and try to do the best we can to change it. And, you know, believe it or not, I think that as minuscule as it may be in the grand scheme of things, even things like the show right now, I mean, we're both doing a passion of ours. We're talking about sports and I know you love sports and I'm talking sports and I love sports and I get to talk about health to whoever the heck wants to listen to it. And to me, 
these are the little things that, that change the world one little bit at a time, you know. Imagine if everybody woke up and did what they wanted to do every day and, and it wasn't called work. It was called do what you love doing. I mean, you know, I mean, Mandy, what, close your eyes for a minute and try to imagine this, right? Let's say you wake up tomorrow and right when you wake up tomorrow, you know, let's say an angel or whatever you want to believe in tells you today is your last day on earth. You know, what would you do differently? Would you, you know, spend more time with your kids or with your wife in the morning? Would you, uh, you know, go to work? Would you do what, what you consider to be work today? Because, you know, if not, then you should maybe be doing something different because it's not what you would love to do if it was your last day here, you know. And, and of course, there's jobs that people need to take that, you know, they have to go to work and whatever the case is. But, you know, why we're here is to fulfill ourselves. And life should be about being able to be happy. And it's hard to do that when you don't have health. And that's why it's such a big passion of mine, because when you don't feel well and you feel bad and you make bad lifestyle choices that nobody tells you are wrong, and you don't feel well, life is not worth it. But when you feel well and you can enjoy everything that life has to offer and you can do what you what you love doing on a daily basis and you're fulfilling your passions and your purpose, you know, if, if you think you have a purpose for being here and it's not just, you know, trying to get to the next day, um, but it's really for something bigger or greater than that, then that's what life's all about. And that's really what, you know, what I wake up every morning and, and say to myself, this is my passion. This is my purpose. This is what I'm going to do today. And every day I try to work towards that, you know, and, and, you know, I tell myself I'm here to change, change the world in the morning. But if you don't believe that, then nobody else will. And, and, you know, sometimes you, you say things so much that you end up believing them. And I really think that the world can be changed, but it can't just be done by one person. It's got to be done by a lot of different people. And, we all have these emotions, again, that, that Major League and these sports and so on and so forth play off of. But at the same time, you know, if we all come together for the right reasons and we all do things the right way and, and let let this catch on like a fire, you know, um, things can be changed. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of that starts with health because what's easier to control? You know, a bunch of vibrant people that can think for themselves and ask questions or a bunch of people that are dependent on medications and drugs that, that dumb down their immune system and change the way their brain works and so on and so forth. You know, it makes sense to be sick, you know, um, if you're the government trying to control people. So, you know, if we all can, as stupid and as dumb as it may seem, there's some truth behind it, get healthier, we can change the world just, just by that. I mean, Look at all these mass shootings. All these people with these mass shootings were taking some sort of psychedelic, psychotropic drug that changes the way that their brain works and an antidepressant or whatever the case is. And, you know, it's obvious that there's a dysfunction with what's going on with their brain. You know, nobody that's happy and healthy is going to go and shoot up, you know, a, a movie theater or a church or a room full of kids, you know, so... I mean, Manny, what, what are you thinking about all this stuff that I'm talking about right now? Well, it's a lot to take in, Dr. Ray. Um, <laughs> well, first, to, to answer your question, if today was my last day, I would pretty much do what I do every day. I, I'm, I'm blessed to, uh, to be able to work from home, so I spend a lot of time with my kid and my wife. I have lunch at home every day. Um, you know, so it would probably probably be, you know, just a regular old day. Maybe we would go to the beach, 
um, maybe in the afternoon. We like doing that or the park. Um, usually the beach or the park, depending on the weather. Um, but man, other than that, I hear you, man. I hear you. All these uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, they're no good, man. No good for you. No good for you at all, Dr. Ray. But you know what? I know that we're going into into the health topic, but I was I was watching uh, some CNN the other day. Um, actually, this could be for another show, but they were they were going to pass a law for uh, recreational marijuana and stuff like that. What what do you think about pharmaceuticals versus the medical marijuana? When people use medical marijuana, it's actually generally not smoked that often. Um, it can be for some sort of, you know, terminal cancer patients and those things. But really when people talk medical marijuana, I believe it's more in the context of using the THC because there's a THC receptor within the body, as a matter of fact, and it can alter kind of the way things work. Um, and it can definitely help with pain and, and some things like that. And I think that it's a novel idea. And I think one that is much better than chemically changing the way things are working because, again, THC, is, is there's a receptor for it. There's no receptor for Advil in your body. Um, there's no receptor for ibuprofen or, or those things, you know. So it, it's a little bit different in the approach um, and kind of the way that it works. Um, and, and I think it's one that, that, you know, it seems to be catching on across the nation and there seems to be some science behind it. There seems to also be some science behind, you know, the fact that marijuana – when used in medicinal purposes can be of, of use, but that's a little bit different, of course, than uh, recreational use because recreational use tends to be uh, overused and generally the forms in which it's taken in, which is generally through smoke, um, do cause harm to the lungs regardless of how much tar or nicotine chemicals, whatever the case is, the smoke and the heat exchange does actually hurt the lungs a bit. It's not as bad as cigarette smoking, um, I, I believe, um, but at the same time, it does cause harm. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you don't want to recommend, oh, hey, marijuana is good for you, um, but, you know, they're starting to see that, hey, it could be good to help with some conditions. So that's, no. my, that's my take on, on the whole situation. Let me ask you a question. Those cancer patients, um, what do they use it for? And then those that use use it recreationally, will it uh, give them like some type of superpower, super thinking skills, critical thinking? I've heard a lot of like you get a lot of very creative. Um, when you do not need the drug or I guess, yeah, marijuana is a drug in this case. If you do not need it, but you use it, does it give you uh, whatever type of medical or medicinal properties it has? Does it increase it exponentially in a, in a already healthy person? Well, what it does basically is it affects, as I mentioned, almost every single organ in your body because it, there are receptors on your body for this THC. So, so the body, what, what the, the body is naturally, <clears throat> the body is naturally already uh, able to use this drug, correct? Not that it, not that it's ready to use it as much as that it it recognizes it when it does enter the body, um, and what it does basically, um, 
it, it, it changes certain things. So, for example, it affects the nervous system more than anything, um, again, because of the way that the body starts to communicate. It has some effects on heart rate, on blood pressure, on blood sugar, and those types of things. Now, common symptoms that people feel um, can range from anything to dizziness to uh, change in breathing or respiration rate. Um, you can sometimes see people with red eyes or dilated pupils. Um, you can get dry mouth. Um, uh, also, appetite sometimes can be confused with that dry mouth. People are actually thirsty, but they think that they're really hungry, and they start to imagine, as you mentioned, it can have some, some change in creativity. Um, a lot of people, um, it's been documented, have, have said that they think differently, uh, so on and so forth. I, I believe, I, in my opinion, I think what it does is it changes kind of people's filters a little bit, making it an easy way to say it. You know, you think differently because you're not using the same filters that you generally do kind of like, uh, when you're trying to conform to society to a certain amount of level. Is it kind of like when you lose your inhibitions with alcohol? Similar, similar effect. Exactly. It, it kind of does, does affect the inhibitions. Exactly. As, as you mentioned. That. But it is, but it's, it's not as harmful as, as uh, alcohol is what you're saying, correct? Well, see, I believe, I, I do believe that it's less dangerous than alcohol, as a matter of fact, just because it's a little bit different in the effects that it has on people's emotions. So people's emotions are much different on alcohol um, as the, than they are on cannabis um, or marijuana. And, Marijuana is a little bit more activation of what's called the parasympathetic nervous system, which is kind of the relax, slow down, rest and digest type of attitude that your body has, as opposed to alcohol, which even though it's a depressant as its classification, stimulates passion and violence and, you know, more emotions like that. Um, really than than uh, cannabis does. Um, and, and to be honest, I don't know the biology or the chemistry or whatever the case is on that. I just know that, you know, you can see the effects. You see them all the time in the news. You know, never do you see, you know, a person smoking marijuana, you know, stabbed 38 people and was, no. you know, you know, that, that just doesn't, it's not anything that you see. Or... Right. Exactly. You know, it, it's funny if you guys watch any um if you guys watch any stand up comedy Cat Williams I think said it the best. Uh, you know, he said there's three side effects, hungry, happy, sleepy, you know, and I think that's what happens to most people and uh yeah. it can be detrimental because some people have trouble controlling what they eat and that can be that can be bad because generally when we eat um you know, we we think generally and this is what's one of the biggest problems with the American diet and actually many, this is a great lead into diabetes awareness month. Uh, because people, what, what people refer to generally as the munchies, people generally are going to be craving sugary things, sweet things, or salty things, um, or things that are fatty. And you know, when when people smoke marijuana and say they have the munchies, you know, they're not looking for a an arugula salad. Um, generally, people are going to be right. looking for, as I mentioned, you know, the sweet Oreo cookies, candies, some milk, exactly that kind of stuff. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oreos, milk, you know, that kind of stuff. And actually, Oreos have been shown in studies. Dominoes. <clears throat> exactly, you know, those kinds of things. Unhealthy foods generally. But um, studies have actually shown that, that Oreos are more addictive to your brain than crack cocaine. So imagine that, you know, imagine that. 
the the way that sugar affects the brain is a whole nother is a whole nother issue as well too, and that's one of the biggest problems. And that's something that I wanted to get to. So Manny, in a roundabout way, man, you you led me right into it. But one of the big issues with marijuana use that that people have with recreational users is not not only the effects of the smoke of the marijuana in the lungs, but what ends up happening to people um, with the munchies, for for example. Um, also, another side effect that's not very commonly known is that it can actually decrease the immune system a little bit, and it does also reduce sperm production in males. Um, so people who, you know, are having trouble with fertility issues definitely want to refrain from smoking uh, marijuana or using it in any of its other forms, uh, which include edible and vapor. And in addition to that, um, People who have lower immune systems, people who have autoimmune diseases, people that are constantly having trouble with uh, catching colds or catch, you know having outbreaks or whatever the case is, they would also it would also do them well to avoid marijuana as far as recreational use goes. Um, and again, you asked what do the cancer patients use it for? Um, they use it for pain control. Um, sometimes cancer patients, you know, they have a tumor that's literally strangling an organ or, or uh, you know just causing tons of, of pain in their bodies and also the pain from the chemotherapy. Chemotherapy is literally killing not only cancer cells, but also your cells. So the pain is unimaginable. So um, they do use and administer marijuana for these people in order to help them, uh, you know, ease the pain and, and, you know, I guess, guess get hungry, happy and sleepy as, as much as they can. Um, but going back and, and shifting over back to the sweet tooth, and I just want to spend a couple minutes on this because November is Diabetes Awareness Month. And then as soon as we finish this up, we'll go ahead and we'll get into some football. And now what a crazy show today, man. It started out completely unexpected with with the Veterans Day thing. And where we, and now we're talking about marijuana. And now <laughs> we're about to talk about uh, about diabetes. So, yeah, great, great show so far. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are listening and you guys want to get into any part of this conversation, please feel welcome as to, uh, uh, please feel welcome to join us as well too. Uh, the guest call in number is three, four, seven, six, three, seven, 3978. If you've got any questions about what we just spoke about or any comments as well too, three, four, seven, six, three, seven, three, nine, seven, eight. Uh, you can also tweet us at Dr. Ray or at ISPSO. Uh, you can always get us on Facebook. Um, as well, too, at the International Slow Pitch Softball page and ask us your questions. Um, remember, this show is here for you guys and, and, and for your health and for your entertainment. So uh, anything you guys want, just let us know and we'll get to it. But since it is Diabetes Awareness Month, I do want to go ahead and, as I mentioned, hit on that a bit. So let's talk about diabetes. And first of all, it's important that everybody knows that diabetes can come in two ways. And actually now what they're showing is that it can actually come in three ways. Um, and type 1 diabetes is generally found in children, and it's generally an autoimmune disease where the body attacks a certain part of the pancreas called, uh, well, don't even worry about what it's called, but the body attacks the pancreas. And what ends up happening is the body can no longer produce insulin. And so insulin is kind of like the key that unlocks the door into the cells that allows the sugar or the glucose to enter them so the body can create energy. So it's kind of like, you know, somebody threw away all the keys to all the doors and the sugar can't get in. And that's where we start to have, that's where people start to have problems. Um, now, because of that, uh, what ends up, what ends up happening is people need to take insulin um, o over time. So that's generally what you end up seeing 
um, you know, for people who have type 1 diabetes, again, generally in kids because it's an autoimmune issue, and they just have to take insulin for their whole life because their body doesn't produce it due to their immune system attacking it. And something really cool that I want you guys to check out, especially if you, if you have kids or you're thinking about having kids, is that I just read a study today that showed that probiotics for infants in genetically susceptible children was able to reduce diabetes, type 1 diabetes, by 60%. So it shows how important the stomach is and the gut is for prevention of disease, especially autoimmune disease, as it was able to decrease the, the amount of diabetes in, in children by 60%. That's a dramatic number. Uh, just to put that into perspective, it takes 27% effectiveness for a drug to hit the market. So a drug has to work on 27 out of 100 people in order to be able to be you know brought to the market. So um, you know, go ahead and, and think about that for a while. So uh, amazing thing. So it's crazy. So let me just give you some stats and then Manny, I, I think you got a question for me. So, um, let me get you some stats just so you guys can think about it real quick. Um, and we'll go from there. So in 2012, which was three years ago, 29.1 million Americans had diabetes and 8.1 million, it's estimated, were actually undiagnosed with diabetes. So they have diabetes, but nobody ever told them about it. It's actually the number seven leading cause of death in the United States right now. And some of the complications that can happen due to it are hypoglycemia, which is not having enough, you know, you get kind of real dizzy and woozy and you pass out because you don't have enough sugar in your blood. Hypertension, which is uh, elevated blood pressure. Blindness and eye problems, the blood pressure ends up hurting the eyes and causing issues as well as some other things that happen with the vessels in the eyes. It can develop kidney disease, heart attack, and stroke. And as you guys know, people that have diabetes generally do not actually die from diabetes. They die from complication to another organ because the cells can no longer make energy and function that way. So Diabetes Awareness Month, the big thing that you guys know is that diabetes is considered a preventable disease as far as type 2 goes. Type 1 I believe is preventable as well, too. Uh, however, uh, right now, the way that the American Medical Association looks at it, they are saying that diabetes can be prevented, and it's all due to lifestyle. Uh, there is some genetic influence, but what they said for all diseases that can be uh, kind of connected to genetics, they say that genetics only play 10% role in people developing these diseases. So you have a little bit more of a chance of getting something when it runs in your family, but it doesn't mean that you have to get it based on these studies and these numbers. So, again, diabetes is preventable, which is why it's so important that we get the word out this month about diabetes awareness. And, and for the 8.1 million Americans in 2002 that were undiagnosed, that they know that there's something that can be done about it. And for people who are in that range where they're currently pre-diabetic, there's something you can do about it, and it's not just wait until you get to the point where you need insulin. Uh, there are definitely some changes you can make. I've helped people reverse diabetes before. Um, I've seen it happen in my office multiple times, um, and, and it can definitely be done. Uh, but it is not an easy task by any means uh, because it is lifestyle, so there's a lot of changes that have to be made, and sometimes people are just past that point. you know. So, But, but the goal is if we can prevent it, we can really, really make some things happen. So, uh, Manny, I know that you had a, a question about diabetes. Go ahead and shoot. Yeah, man, this is a uh, man. This is a very emotional show for me today. My dad, he passed away from a stroke, um, and he had diabetes since the age of six, and I believe it's diabetes 
type one, correct? Generally, at the age of six, yeah, you're going to have diabetes type one, exactly. Yeah, and um, that's kind of crazy. How? My question to you is, um, how is it pre- preventable in children? And my second question is, I've heard all my life that that sometimes these diseases skip a generation. So is my is my son now like more prone to uh, getting diabetes? Okay, so as I mentioned, generation to generation, people will only get diabetes if they not only have the same genes as the people who had diabetes before, but if they follow the same habits. That's really what's more important because, as I mentioned, genetics play about 10% of the role in these diseases um, that are considered preventable. So just because your dad had it and his dad had it and so on and so forth doesn't mean you have to have it. You just have to know that you have a higher chance of getting it, so you have to be smarter about the choices that you make. So the answer is no, your son does not have to have diabetes unless he gets sugar all the time, he gets addicted to sugar at a young age, he lives no a sedentary lifestyle. Well, then you, you don't have much to worry about unless he goes on you know sugar binges later on or whatever the case is now. How can it be preventable in children taking care of their stomach, taking care of their health, not allowing them to dictate their diet is an extremely important issue. Keeping them gluten and dairy-free as much as you can is another great way to to help with diabetes, believe it or not. Um, And real quick, as I alluded to earlier, I mentioned diabetes type 3, and I'm just going to mention this. Diabetes type 3 is actually considered to be Alzheimer's and dementia. So I want you guys to think about that. Um, because it does kind of create a little bit of, of an issue there. Maybe we can talk so about is, that again Which next is week. worse? Which is the worst of uh, all three? They're, they're all three just terrible, terrible, terrible. They, not only is it a burden on the person who has the disease, it's a burden on their family, on everybody around them, because they cannot take care of themselves. So it is, it's a really bad issue for everybody. Um, and it's one that, that hopefully your family never has to deal with. My grandmother had dementia and, uh, and Alzheimer's, and we found her, like, miles away one day with her feet all bloody. She just walked out of the house, had no idea where she was. Uh, you know, on multiple occasions this happened. Finally, we had to put her someplace where people could watch her all day because my parents had to work and I was in school and so on and so forth. So, you know, it was just a situation that you don't wish upon anybody. Um, and, and it's also something to be preventable. You know, my grandma, every morning, una tacita de, de café con leche y una tostada, you know. So the, the toast and the butter and, and, and on the Cuban bread, which is all white flour and sugar, and, and the café con leche, not only oh, the, the sugar in it, but, but the dairy, you know. And I'm not saying you can't ever have this. This is a traditional breakfast for a lot of cultures, but, yeah. It's something that is it's not a Every good lifestyle day. choice if you have diabetes in your exactly. And and if you have diabetes in the family, this is something that, that can, you know, make that a little bit more realistic for you. So um again, where are some of our choices? If you do it every day your chances for acquiring something like this increase. If you don't do it every day, hey, your chances go down. So, you know, especially if you do other things to regulate your, your blood sugar. So, you know, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to that, but we're some of our choices, and that's the most important thing. You know, so make sure that if you if you have diabetes in your family, you know, feel free. I can do some consultation with you. We can talk about what foods are best, those types of things. These are all services I provide in the office. Um, 
You don't have to be in Miami. I can do a Skype conversation with you, whatever you want to do. Again, it's my passion to help as many people as I possibly can, and my purpose, I believe, to help people realize that healing comes from within. It doesn't come from a surgery. It doesn't come from a bottle. It doesn't come from a – it only comes from the inside. Uh, There is not one disease that has not been healed from or healed, you know, healed away by by somebody. Um, And that means that they can all be healed from. We have that power within. We just got to get rid of all the things that don't let our body do what what it was made to do. So uh, with that, let's go ahead and close up. Let's move on. Let's spend at least 10 minutes of this show, this crazy show that we've had today on on some sports. And uh, we'll go ahead and welcome in our sports dwarf. Manny, play your intro because I know you're itching to do it. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's Sports with the Sports Dork. Live right now on the ISPS Radio Network. With sports news and entertainment for all you dwarks out there. Follow him on Twitter at David Dwork. And call the show now at 347-637-3978. And ask the dwark anything. Nothing's off topic. And now, the sports dwarf, David Dwork. All right, here we are. We are back, and we are ready to rock and roll with some fantasy, with some real-life football. we got a lot to talk about with our man. Dave, how you doing tonight? You with us? I'm with you, man. I'm doing well. How about you guys? Oh, never better, man. Happy Veterans Day to you. Uh, it, you know, it's a big day for Manny, especially, too. Um, how's, it, how's it been going for you so far today? Uh, it's been a very nice Veterans Day. Um, you know, uh, it's kind of quiet at work, which is always a good thing. There was no traffic today, which is a bonus. And uh, it's always nice to see all the uh, all the interesting things that people have to say about experiences between them and their family on Twitter and on Facebook, and I've been enjoying reading a lot of that. Uh, I definitely saw, um, you know, that this is a very important day for Manny, so I wanted to throw a shout-out to him and uh, let him know I've been thinking about him today as well. And, uh, you know, it's a special day. You really have to uh, respect and appreciate what these people do to defend our country. And uh, it's something that I take seriously, and uh, I'm happy to tell any veteran I see that I'm very grateful for what they do for us. Dave, that's uh, that's really nice of you to say, man. And welcome back to the show, man. How you been? Where you been? I know uh, you were sailing out there in the Caribbean. Did you wear some sunblock? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My wife wouldn't let me uh, leave the room without sunblock, no doubt. But, um, yeah, we went on a little cruise uh, for my wife's 30th birthday. So uh, it was nice to get away for a week. And uh, turn off the cell phone and turn off the email and just uh, enjoy uh, some relaxing time, a lot of food, uh, some, you know, met some cool people. It was, it was nice to get away for a week. And uh, apparently, you know, I didn't really miss much. The Dolphins are still making us cry. And, uh, you know, the Panthers <laughs> had a rough road trip. So, you know, we got we to gotta get everybody back on track now that we're all back and ready to roll. Hey, the Heat aren't doing so bad. Yeah, the Heat will be fine. I think the Heat, the Heat are probably the best off out of anybody right now because they're they're still finding their way, and they're two games above 500. They're looking great. It looks like they got the steal of the draft in Justice Winslow. Like he, oh, yeah. 
for a guy who hasn't even played 10 NBA games yet, uh, he, he looks pretty impressive uh, with the defense that he plays. Um, and, you know, the Heat, they're, they're going to get better as it goes because they're still, you know, finding their rotations. Both just trying to figure out how he wants to work the minutes. Um, so I'm pretty excited to see how the season plays out for the Heat. How do you, how do you think LeBron feels now with, uh, with Winslow at Whiteside over here in the Heat? Uh, you know, I, I think LeBron's probably pretty focused on what he's got going on in Cleveland. Uh, you know, after everything that happened with them last year with uh, the drama and the injury issues, and uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out. I, I have it on good, on good authority from somebody who's actually very close to uh, the Cavs that LeBron, uh, his, his back is becoming a major issue and it's not going to be getting any better. It's only going to deteriorate. Yeah. So um, it's, I'm interested to see how he handles that, if he's able to adjust his game as his career progresses the way that Michael Jordan did and see if yeah. he can remain a dominant player because um, he's got some challenges ahead for sure. I, I see him all the time stretching out and doing these back exercises. What he's got to do is he's got to go see Dr. Ray. Right, Dr. Ray? I've been saying it, you know, he should have come when he was down here for a while. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, man, you know, I, I know that most of these players have um, have chiropractors already um, as well, too, in, in the professional, you know, and, and he is taking care of his body. He went gluten-free for a while, all these kinds of things. So, you know, I'm sure he's doing what he's doing, but sometimes, you know, you put so much stress on your body and, you know, he's a big guy as well, too, and, and big guys generally have more issues like this. Um, you know, just it happens, man, you know, and, and who knows, maybe, maybe a surgery would be good for him. Uh, maybe a different type of care would be good for him. Uh, who knows? I, I mean, I can't say without knowing exactly what he does every day, but yeah, man, it's, it's tough to see a back injury. Um, but it, it's part of the game, as David mentioned, you know, Michael Jordan made adjustments. Everybody makes adjustments. You, you got to learn how to play, you know, uh, you got to learn how to, uh, how to play your game, you know, just like, uh, what's his name, in Major League, you know, he's like, could you just put snot on the ball? And he's like, yeah, I don't Ed ha- good old Ed Harris, you know, he says, I ain't got the arm like you anymore, kid. I'll put anything I can find down there, a little jalapeno, a little Vagisil, a little, you know, <laughs> whatever the case is, man. So, you know, LeBron's got to find his uh, his Vagisil and his, uh, his jalapeno, and he's got to, uh, you know, make his nose run a little bit and, and figure out how to get himself back on the court and, and playing for his team. Maybe if he takes, you know, most of the Cavaliers roster off his back and, and they can start helping themselves, that'll help him out a little bit. You know what? I was hoping somebody was going to knock that one down. That was a great one, man. <laughs> for sure, though. Yeah, I think that it's a weight issue here. You know, he's got to lose some weight. He's got to lose about seven or eight other players. And then uh, he'll be good. <laughs> he'll be good to go. But um, yeah, I think you know, great start for the Heat so far. Uh, kind of a crazy situation with Gerald Green. Have you heard anything about that, uh, David? Um, yeah, I mean, it's still a very confusing situation. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but today the police report from the incident at his condo came out, and it didn't really tell you uh, why he was acting the way he was acting or what happened. Uh, leading up to him showing up in the lobby with uh, blood all over his hands. But um, 
What we did learn was that he showed up in the lobby asking them to call fire rescue. He then walked out from the lobby to the parking ballet area where he collapsed, uh, got up on his own power, went back into the lobby where uh, people were trying to help him. And apparently uh, when he tried to go back upstairs, one of the gentlemen tried to keep him there to wait for fire rescue and Green went and punched uh, this person in the eye, um, and fire rescue arrived shortly after, the gentleman who got hit told them on the scene that he did not want to press charges, and uh, from there he was taken to the hospital, and that's, you know, that's the new information. It it tells you a little bit more about what happened in the lobby, but I think what we all want to know is what happened before he went down there. Why was he acting the way he was acting? Was that his blood? Did something else happen? Uh, you know, clearly it was some kind of an issue because the Heat suspended him for two games. I'm sure they're aware of what's going on, but I, if, if it hasn't become public knowledge at this point, I highly doubt it's going to. I think they're just going to let this ride out. He'll come back, and, you know, it'll disappear into the, into the news cycle. Yeah. Dr. Ray Tenshi gotcha. was on, on, uh, on Flocka. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about Dr. Ray's analogy? <laughs> uh, that that was like one of the first thoughts that I had, but uh, you know, after kind of thinking about it for a little while and thinking about some of the uh, stories that I've seen uh, at my workplace about the different things people have done when they're on Flacca, I, I don't I don't think she was on Flacca because people who get on that they are acting like you know ridiculously insane to where it's crystal clear exactly what they've done, and it Maybe doesn't seem like. Ball. <laughs> I I don't know what it takes if you you know the 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 amounts that you need when it comes to Flacca. I've never actually seen it in person, yeah, or know. thankfully I haven't seen anybody on it. But um, I don't know. I don't want to make any uh, any guesses as to what he may have been on, but I will say I don't think it was that. Yeah, who knows what was going on there. I guess all we got to do is just keep waiting, um, and we'll get the info, and and maybe we'll break it here on the show. Maybe. David will hop a fence or two and get some pictures, and we'll see what's going on. But um, <laughs> I, um, I want to ask you, David, real quick, because I know you got to get out of here. Um, Thursday night pick, let's do it real quick. we got Bills and we got Jets tomorrow. What do you guys think? What's going on? Who do you guys got? I'm going to go ahead and let you know right now that I'm actually going to roll with the Jets. Uh I actually am leaning towards taking the Bills with this. Um, I feel like both teams have the impressive defense, but I think the Bills have the edge on offense. Uh, Tyron Taylor is healthy again. He is back to doing what he does, as we saw last week, doing it with his arm and with his legs. LaShawn McCoy is healthy again. Uh, it looked like he hurt his left shoulder or his right shoulder in the Dolphins game, but Rex Ryan said uh, earlier that he feels he's you know, back to 100%. So McCoy is healthy. We've seen Carlos Williams. They've got a ridiculous running game. And uh, I, I think the I think it's the Bills. Uh, I, I wish there was a way they both could lose, but, you know. <laughs> where where are they playing? Ooh, I believe it's in New York. Yeah. Let me, let me, I, I can double check real quick. Is that, is that going to influence yeah, your pick, Manny? It is in New York. Yeah. It is home. 
Yeah, but they're both New York. It's a it's a big rival game. And um man, I really like Tyrod Taylor, man. I, I can't believe I lost him. Somebody picked him up when I had to drop him and pick up somebody else. Well, I think I'm gonna go with the Bills as well, but definitely go with Bills. Even though I hate the Bills, but I hate the Jets. Oh man. Yeah, I'll go with the Bills. All right. Well, there we go. So we maybe we'll get separate separation Thursday coming up right here, uh, since we're all locked up with our picks right now at this point. But um, well, we'll see what happens. I, I like defensive front, um, and uh, you know, I I actually really like the the Jets defensive front, and I know that the Bills have some O line uh, injuries right now going on. Uh, the Jets also have a you know pretty good run game. They got shut down last week against Jacksonville, but Jacksonville has one of the best run defenses in the league. Uh, I think Chris Ivory has been you know he's been good back there all year. Brandon Marshall's a playmaker. Decker's back and healthy as well too. Um, you know so we'll see. It, it should be a good game, and and who knows um, if everybody's healthy. It, it's I think it's a fifty-fifty. I think both teams are really well evenly matched. So I'm looking forward to it. So I'm going to lean Jets, and you guys are going Bills. So we'll see what happens there. Um, what about fantasy? Any, anybody, David, people should be looking at on waivers this week? Oh, th- this fantasy season has been so ass-backwards. Like, at this point, <laughs> you just got to be grateful if, like, your team hasn't been riddled with injuries or you didn't draft an Eddie Lacy or, or a C.J. Anderson or a Jeremy Hill. Or, uh, all these top running backs that ended up being giant busts. If you've got a team that's rolling right now, you know, just stick with what you've got. Um, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've been scrambling lately. Like, uh, it, it's been a rough season. It's definitely just, it's just been a strange season. And, uh, you know, right now I'm just trying to squeak into the playoffs in maybe one of my leagues because I'm not in a playoff spot right now in either of them. So I'm just hoping to squeak in somewhere. And who's the yeah, I, I got you, man. <laughs> It has been crazy, man. It, it's been one of those seasons. I've, uh, I've actually, I, I think I have a playoff spot in in all of my leagues except for our listener league. Um, but I did have the highest score last week, and I like the way my team is looking right now. Um, it's really coming together. I was able to add D'Angelo Williams. I got one, you know, top three tight end in Greg Olson. I got some uh, wide receiver depth. Cam Newton has been playing lights out. So um, I'm liking my my team. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to make a little run for the playoffs here, and then once you get in the playoffs, who knows what's going on. But last week, I won 198 to 109, so it was a good week for me last week. Everybody went off with uh, Antonio Brown and D'Angelo Williams on the same team. It was impossible for me to lose, I think. So um, that was lucky right there. But, you know, it's shaking up to be crazy. Um, You know, one guy that everybody should go get, if you're in a league that somebody hasn't picked this guy up yet by any chance, James Starks, go get him. Uh, I would add Carlos Williams if you can, just because who you know McCoy his his health has been in and out, um, and this guy's averaging 6.6 yards per carry. He's looking real good. Uh, Florida State alone, I'm just going to toss that in there. Um, also, another guy that you, <laughs> you guys should be looking at if he's available and you guys don't have him yet, Derek Carr at quarterback. Um, and, and I'm probably a little bit late on this. He should be on everybody's roster by now, but. The guy's been playing pretty well, and, and, you know, they're looking good over there in Oakland with Latavius and Amari Cooper, and they're making some things happen. So, um, pretty good. Manny, anything else? What do, do we do? We need to hit something else. What's going on, Manny? Talk to me. Uh, nothing much. I uh, just picked up 
Devonte Adams, right? I think that was by you, hey. Dr. Ray. You recommended him. Yes, sir. And uh, Marcus Mariota. I had to pick up somebody because Ben Roethlisberger fell again. Man, what what's up with what's up with Ben? Any news on on Ben, Dave? On Roethlisberger? Yes, sir. Yes, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, right. It doesn't look like he's going to play this week. He he kind of left the door open with this new foot injury. But with the Steelers have their bye week next week. So I seriously doubt we see him this week. They'll probably, um, they'll probably give him the week off, let him go into the bye week and really heal up because he, you know, he's still coming off the knee injury. Now he got their foot injury. It, it just makes too much sense for them as a team who is still, you know, in that, in that mix for a wild card spot. Uh, you know, they want to keep him healthy for the long stretch. So I'd be very surprised if he plays this week. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to start yeah, Marcus. He, yeah, he's, got the he's, he's playing uh, Carolina. I think he'll, he'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Mario. Carolina should be okay. Yeah, they've got that tough defense. So you, you never know. I mean, you know, look what they did to the Packers last week. Yeah. They should, you know, most of the points scored, they were garbage time points, but, uh, they were definitely in control for most of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, quarterback-wise out there, you know, Sam Bradford might be might be a good pickup against, you know, unfortunately against the Dolphins. Who knows? It could be a little bit of a scoring affair there, um, possibly. I mean, it all kind of depends. It's tough It's tough to say. But, yeah, man, your, your pickings are looking kind of slim on the waiver there. Um, I might actually tell you to go pick up Kirk Cousins against New Orleans, who's playing against a defense that's just given up points all over the place. Um, gave up a lot to Marcus Mariota last week. So uh, look into that. Uh, Dave, we want to thank you for coming here on the show tonight. Um, again, of course. Um, and Mandy's going to go ahead and play your outro as soon as you tell everybody where to find you on Twitter and where to check you out online and read your all your uh, information out there that, that you put together so well for us. Uh, cool, man. I'll throw one more uh, fantasy name out there. He happens to be on the waiver wire and you need a quarterback. Somebody who's been playing very well lately is Blake Bortles. He's been putting up uh, a lot more fantasy points than I thought he would, and he looks to be getting pretty consistent. So that's just somebody, if he's out there and you need somebody, he's, uh, he's the guy you might want to think about. Um, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at David's Work, uh, com. Just click on the sports page. You can find all of our stuff there. The Dwork on Sports blog is there. And uh, that's about it. I'll be putting out uh, Movember updates. I don't know if you guys are doing Movember or uh, know anybody that is, but it's another thing that uh, I'm very uh, passionate about supporting. Uh, it's, a, it's a great way to raise awareness for men's health. Uh, I've got my mustache coming in now. And uh, if you guys are doing it or if you know people who are, you know, just get that out there, show people what's going on, make them aware. It, it's a great thing. Yeah, and as a matter as a matter of fact, I did Movember last year and tried to start a whole push-up challenge and all kinds of stuff. It was a lot of fun, so I'm interested to see your updates. Uh, Dave, thanks again for uh, for joining us. Everybody go check them out, and uh, we'll be right back, Mandy and I, to wrap up the show right after this quick outro. Thanks, Dave. See you later. See you, guys. That was our very own Sports Dwarf, bringing you all the sports news and entertainment you need. Thanks again for listening in. We hope you enjoyed Sports with the Sports Dwarf, David Dwarf.
Now, don't be a real dork. The show's not over. Keep listening. Here are Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero Third. <laughs> All right, so we are back. Actually, Manny, you didn't get to talk much about ISPS news or give us our joke of the week. So why don't you go ahead and uh, and oh. tell us a little bit tell us a little bit about what happened with Worlds? I know it was a huge week in the world of ISPS. Um, you have some time to tell us about that, or should we save it for the next sure. show? Um, Yeah, you know what? Let's save it for the next show. Look, look at the time already, Doctor Ray. You, you, you're all over the place, Doctor Ray. You're all over the place. We're gonna have to extend this, and um, I just want to remind everybody out there to continue listening to the show. I believe Doctor Ray and I are uh, almost there on a uh, location to be hosting our shows at an actual physical uh, place. So check it out. And uh, if you want to learn a little bit about the world, go to ispsworlds.com really quick. And um, some news, we had to postpone uh, two divisions because we had a, uh, an issue with uh, the parks. So uh, co-ed divisions and women's world divisions are going to be in Dunedin, Florida. I believe it's December 5th through the 6th or that weekend, that will be co-ed, and women's will be December 19th and 20th. That's in Dunedin, Florida, up there around the uh, Tampa area. And uh, really quick, congratulations to One Payment for the uh, Men's Silver Division and Made in Dade for the Men's Bronze Division. They uh, are your 2015 ISPS World Champions, so... uh, Congratulations to them. And uh, I guess we'll save the joke of the week for next week because uh, I didn't even uh, have it set up. So uh, I'll give you two next week, Dr. Ray. How about that? That sounds good to me, my man. You know, you can't beat it. Uh, Two jokes for the price of one next week. You heard it here on the hot corner. Uh, And and also next week, I want to let you guys know we're going to have Hoopo. If you guys don't know what... Hoopo, if you, you want to come back next week and you want to hear about it. And, again, if things go right, we, we may be talking to you from a certain secret, super private, underground location that we can't reveal right now at this point. But things are in the yeah. works, and you know that we're always trying to make it happen here for you guys, of course, like always. Uh, so next week, Hoopo and two jokes from Manny making it happen. More about hey, so Dr. Ray, um, before, before we go, and without uh, letting our our listeners know what Hoopo is, did you enjoy it? Have you already tried it? Uh, give me give me your verdict. I love it, by the way. I, I think it's I think it's one of these products where I should have thought of it, you know. And it's so simple, geez. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I actually I I unfortunately at this point have not tried it yet. Um, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and try it. I I always do my research before the show. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, but next week, you guys will know exactly what we're talking about. Hoopo! We're going to be talking Hoopo. about it. So, uh, Hoopo. Um, all right, guys. Well, listen, a great show tonight. Thanks for thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for being with us. Um, we hope to be with you again next week. Again, as we mentioned, always trying to grow here on the show. 
feel free, guys, to be a part of it. Uh, call in next week. Tweet us throughout the week. What do you want to hear about? Any questions that you had about what we talked about today, you're welcome to let us know. The Patriot Project, the Patriot-Product, uh, or excuse me, www.thepatriot-whatever, whichever one you want to call it, project.org. Also, happy Veterans Day. Um, and and look into Manny's uh, charity for his brother. He's got a golf tournament coming up in uh, in, in the next few weeks here as well too. Is it? I think this right. weekend this even. Weekend. This weekend. So guys, check it out. Get involved. Give back. And uh, everybody out there, we hope you have a great week. Again, have a happy Veterans Day. And next week we'll be with you. Um, we won't be here. Uh, the week of Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. But other than that, we'll be right back here on the same bat channel, same bat time. Thanking everybody for listening to The Hot Corner here with me, your host, Dr. Ray, the softball playing chiropractor, and, of course, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III. Uh, Manny, close us out. And everybody, as far as I go, have a great one, and we'll see you next week. You've just heard The The Hot Hot Corner Corner Show. On the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and Commissioner of International Slow Pitch Softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at DRRAYT. We hope you enjoyed the show and invite you to listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com.